Hey y'all, this is Astro Dim here with my bed in astrology. I'm a little late, so I apologize. I usually do um, my podcast episodes a little earlier, but um, I had some things to do. <laughs> had some things to do, and um, you know how life goes. That's all I'm going to tell y'all. You know, my son's in the 12th house, you know, very elusive here. You know, you ain't gonna know all my business, okay? (laughs) But yeah, um, I wanted to talk about the 12 signs. I think it's very important for you to get back to the basics, to really understand all signs, because honestly, once you have a general understanding of the 12 signs in astrology, getting the rest of astrology and how to read charts and how to read aspects and transits it's a piece of cake trust me having a full understanding of what they are really helps i'm not going to get into modalities i want to talk about the 12 signs and elements and how it's connected um i think this would help a bit have a better understanding i think in another episode i'll talk about modalities and how modalities and elements connect and make up the one sign but here i'm just going to group the elements together let you know exactly how it's grouped what the meaning of the signs are and how we go about that okay um and again like i mentioned before having a full understanding of the signs you can pick up any natal chart and be able to make the connections there. Like, trust me, it really is that easy. Reading, like reading charts and stuff, it, all you need to know, honestly, are the 12 signs and their meanings. And then get a general understanding of the planets. I mean, but even with that, like, let me get on my rant real quick. When you know the signs, you know it everything about astrology at the end of the day because everything is based off the signs you know planets have sign rulers okay the houses have sign rulers so once you understand all 12 signs you understand all 12 houses you understand all the major planets that plays in the part of our personality you know what i mean because they all rule something. For instance, Aries planet rule, I mean, Aries' planet is Mars. Aries, and the first house is also ruled by Mars. So those three are all connected and they pretty much have the similar meaning, similar energy. You know what I mean? And so if you're trying to understand what Mars and Aries in the first house means, you already, if you know what Aries means, you know what having your Mars there, what that kind of, the general aspect of that. And you kind of know what, you know, the general meaning of it being your first house. Because they all are in the same energy. Do you get what I'm saying? So I really want to kind of just go back to basics in a kind of general clear way for the, for the folks who are into astrology for the folks are not into astrology will find this helpful but i'm going to make it like kind of general and smooth and easy for you guys to get 
because um, astrology can be overwhelming at times. It really can. But I'm telling you, once you have the 12 signs down packed, it, it's good. It's all good. It's gonna everything's gonna pick up. You're gonna pick up anything just easy. It's just gonna be like a piece of motherfucking cake. Trust me, okay? All right. So um, I'm gonna just take a little breather <laughs> after my rant, and we'll go ahead and go on with this um, chat about the twelve signs and their elements and how they connect it and then maybe in the future we'll talk about modalities i think that will be kind of like a longer podcast um it'll definitely be a longer podcast for sure because you know i you have to go a little bit more in depth with the signs i'm not going to go as in depth but i'm going to give you kind of a general meaning of the elements and the signs and their connection okay all right, loves. All right, booze. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. All right. <laughs> so, um, the when you talk about the 12 signs, right, there are three signs that are connected to an element, Um, The four elements, you know, because four times three equals 12, right? (laughs) The four elements are fire, earth, air, and water. And all of these describe the temperament of a sign, um, of the group of signs that, you know, that it kind of describes, you know what I mean? So... It's funny because the elements kind of describe the temperament of the of the group of signs. Um, but the thing is, of course, like if those three those three signs are different, so they're gonna they have the same temperament, but they react to that temperament differently, and that's where modalities come through. But again, we'll talk about that later. Let's just talk about the elements for now and how they're connected to the signs. Okay, so like I said before. Um, there are three signs per um, element, um, and there's four elements, four times three equals 12. So all 12 signs are connected here, okay? Um, and all three, all 12 signs are accounted for. So um, like I said before, elements kind of describe temperament. Um, so let me, I can just kind of talk about, <clears throat> excuse me. Wow, my throat is messing up. <laughs> I can just generally talk about, you know, the um, general, kind of like general, like maybe one or two worder of the each element, you know what I mean? And then I kind of go in, I'll go in deeper about the 12 signs, okay? So when it comes to the elements, um, let's go with fire first. Fire represents your passion and your desire. Um, what gets you revved up? Um, it's more of a masculine and assertive emotion. You know what I mean? That would be the best way to describe that. Um, next is earth. Earth is practicality. Um, what kind of 
makes the most sense um, when it comes to kind of putting things in order, putting things in a row, lining your ducks up in the in the in the right way um, to make sure things get set. You know what I mean? What would be it's kind of beyond like the smartest thing to do, but kind of like what will be the best for all, if you know if that makes sense. Um, next sign is air. Now air is similar to earth, but they're more logical. So they're more in their head, more um, kind of kind of like not what's best for all, but what's best overall you know what I mean I feel like earth um, earth kind of takes a takes kind of makes sense of what's like practicality when it comes to right now and in the far future while I feel like air is logical and tries to figure out what makes sense like now and in the near future that makes sense okay um they're very logical they're very smart um intellectual um i feel like earth is more common sense while air is more intellectual more smart not more smart but more intellectual thinking while earth is more common sense thinking does that make sense you know what I mean? Those are the difference. Um, I feel like what could trip an air sign is kind of like overthinking and like kind of tripping themselves over, while what can trip over an earth sign is being so mundane and going by the rules and being practical and going through procedure so much that they kind of don't even... Um, they get kind of stuck, if that makes sense. And I know I'm talking about air and um, earth a lot, a little bit more than fire. And it's because they're so similar and they're next to each other. You know what I mean? I just wanted to make sure you guys get that. Um, and then lastly is water. Water is emotion, what would be considered feminine emotion. So kind of like what you feel deep inside your connectiveness to kind of the universe or God. Um, the difference between like water and fire is again like fire is more of the quote unquote masculine energy, the drive, the things that get you revved up and ready to go. Um, it might be perceived as anger, but it might be perceived as like getting amped up, getting revved up while water is more again it's it's emotion it's not necessarily getting revved up but it's more of a contemplative more of a introspective emotion a good way to describe it is water is more um what would be a good way sorry water is it's mercury retrograde god so for some reason not for some reason. I know exactly why. It's not only Mercury retrograde. Um, it's over technically, but it's the shadow period. But the thing is with me, I have sun conjunct Mercury. So it really affects me real fucked up. Okay. <laughs> so let me take my time. Okay. <laughs> so like I was saying, 
water is more an introverted emotion really being introspective while fire is more of an extroverted emotion actually going and reacting to what you're doing putting the work out there you get what i'm saying all right so those are the four elements right there now again like i said all these four elements have three signs attached to them okay now i'm going to explain um give you the three signs that are attached to them and then after that i'm going to take a little break again so we can then get more into depth on how the elements and the signs are connected okay now when it comes to fire the three signs that are connected to fire are aries leo and sagittarius when it comes to earth the three signs that are connected to the earth element are taurus virgo and capricorn when it comes to air the three signs that are connected to the air element is gemini or are gemini libra and aquarius and lastly with water what's connected with the water element Cancer, Scorpio, and Pisces, okay? So those are the elements, the explanation of the elements. And then um, also what signs that are connected to them. And so now you get a better understanding of the temperament of the signs and how they're connected to the elements. The temperament of the elements, not only the temperament of the elements, but the temperament of the signs, Okay. Now, um, what I'm going to do is, after this break, talk about overall, like, not overall, but kind of a more um, connection of of how these signs are connected to the element, okay? Um, Kind of bring some personification to it, if that makes sense, all right? All right, loves. All right, so now that you know, you know, why it's important to understand all 12 signs, you have an overview of the elements. Let's dive deeper, baby. Let's dive deeper (laughs) and kind of get the real connection between the elements and the signs, okay? So let's start off with the fire signs, the fire element, okay? Like I mentioned before, this describes um, your passion and drive, right? And when you think about passion and drive, passion and drive is very personal. It's a part of self. So the thing is with fire signs, their main thing when it comes to, you know, personifying the element or the energy their main thing is self, <laughs> if it makes sense, right? They're, the personification of this energy is just self. Um, and when I say personification, I'm not trying to like, I'm kind of talking about as us as human beings, not a human being, if that makes sense, you know what I mean? And so the personification of the fire element is self. So if we use Aries as an example, 
Um, of course, Aries is connected by Mars. So Aries represents um, assertiveness and drive. But the main thing with Aries is, um, um, of course, assertiveness and drive and passion. But it's also just yourself. The main energy with Aries is self-preservation. Your first impressions. Um, how you look, your appearance, um, your personality, how someone looks at you when you first see them. That's the general Aries energy. You know what I mean? What Aries folks do, what the Aries energy is about is self-preservation. Looking out for self first. It doesn't mean that Aries people are just messed up, ruthless, and selfish. No, not in a bad way. But the thing is, they will look out for themselves before they look after others. I don't think there's anything wrong with that at all. But, um, of course, you know, just like anything, you could be gluttonous of this energy. So you have to be careful. But you could be gluttonous of giving too much, too. Both are bad. You just need to find a balance. But, you know, looking out for self before others... You know, who's going to look out for you, you know? So I, I totally get the Aries energy. But again, the theme of fire, again, is self-preservation or self, actually, excuse me. And so with Aries, it represents uh, preserving oneself to basically look however they feel they should look, you know? So it's your personality, your appearance, your... um first impressions your drive and your motivations okay the next fire sign is leo now leo is a bit different leo um represents um self the self-expression um it represents having fun so that's a part of your self-expression right um it represents how you react to things because remember the sun is your identity and how you react so of course, Leo represents that as well because that the sun is Leo's planet. Um, it represents just in general, like I said before, self-expression. But self-expression can be, you can dive deep into self-expression and it could be anything. You express yourself through your talents. You know what I mean? The projects that you do. Um, a part is you express yourself through the things you create. So... You create your talents. You know what I mean? You cre- you create through your talents. You create children. Your children's a part of Leo energy. You know what I mean? Um, it's just how you react to things and how you express yourself. Again, self. How you express yourself. Self-expression. So you see the common theme when it comes to the fire energy is self, self, self. You know what I mean? Aries is, you know, self-preservation or how you look first glance. And then Leo energy dives a little bit deeper into the relationship and how you express yourself. Okay. Now, the next sign is Sagittarius. Now, Sagittarius is how you... um, how you kind of gain knowledge through your personal experiences. So again, personal self, it all comes together. 
what you do to philosophize, I guess, um, what you take from others and how you come up with the whole idea of your own philosophies. Okay, again, you see the whole self and your own and, you know, your own thoughts. It's very (laughs) self-motivated, if that makes sense, right? So um, Sagittarius energy is all about um, getting foreign ideas, foreign, it's about foreign travel to foreign um, philosophies, mixing it all together through your own experiences and figuring out what makes the most sense to you. Okay. That's definitely Sag energy. Um, that's why Sages are known for being the professors because they learn from all over and they don't like learning from their own community as much as learning from others, other communities, foreign lands, places that are totally different from theirs. And they like to use their experiences, get that experience, mix it up and figure, try to philosophize the world. You know what I mean? So that's the the fire element again. It's about self. And you see how those three signs are connected to self and understanding yourself a little more and deeper and how you show yourself to others. Okay? Next is the element is earth element. Now, earth element is all about building. Um... A lot of people call this energy the worker energy because when people think about their work, they look at the earth sign houses, which is the second, the sixth, and the tenth. So it's all about building, okay? Just building and um, kind of building yourself. So self is kind of included. And one thing I like to add is that the sign before and after a sign they're all they're connected somehow so that's why self is still included in with 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 earth because a lot of earth like before an earth sign is always a fire sign and so self is included into it you know what i mean um so with that being said, <laughs> let's go into Earth. So Earth is about building. Let's talk about Taurus. The Taurus represents self-worth and material worth. Okay? It's building oneself emotionally and building oneself in the 3D world. Material. Through the materials. How you get your material worth. How you make your money by yourself. How you can make your money yourself. You know what I mean? How you build yourself up emotionally. How, what you feel your self-worth is. Like how you, what you see, you what you see as worthy, how you build yourself to make yourself worthy. You know what I mean? that That's that Taurus energy. Building yourself materially and emotionally to be the best that you can be. That's Taurus energy. And Taurus again represents the second house and also represents venus venus is shared with libra but venus has two sides they have the building and the money material and the self-worth side and in the desires like when it comes to material desires 
and then it has its Libra side, which I'll get into later, okay? Next is Virgo. Virgo is building through routine and also building with others. Uh, But the main thing about Virgo is building with routine and through your more your frequent activities things that you do in a frequency it could be daily it could be hourly it could be monthly it could be yearly as long as it has a frequency it definitely runs with the sixth house or the virgo energy okay Um, anything that you do in any routine something that's procedural step by step something that you do Things that have steps, things that you do frequently, that has a frequency, okay? And so, as you know, to build yourself up, there needs to be a set plan. You need to have, before you have your big goals, you have to make smaller goals to get to the big goal. Virgo energy represents those each of those small goals to get to the big goal. Building yourself up through, through procedural work. Okay, through figuring out a frequency that will work for you to get you there. That's how you build yourself with the Virgo energy. Daily routines. Working step by step to get to the main goal. Things that represent the Virgo energy is your work environment because you have to go to work every day. You have to show up every day to get that promotion, to get that money. It represents fitness. You you know, you have to work out at like a certain, like frequently to get to the body that you want. It represents hygiene. You have to take a shower every day. <laughs> it represents things that you do often. Post office. You go, you go to your P.O. box. Go to the post office every week to pick up your mail. It's the things that you do like at an everyday basis. Not even everyday basis, on a frequent basis, excuse me. That's, that's anything that has a frequency that you do just off somewhat often in a frequency, things that you do in a routine, okay? Now, next is Capricorn. Whoop, whoop, that's my sun sign, y'all. <laughs> now, Capricorn is building yourself up through your status, okay? Capricorn represents responsibility, it represents status, it represents control, okay, is how you kind of get to a certain spot, but also how you maintain it, how you maintain your status, you maintain it through control, a lot of people call Capricorns controlling And the thing is, the biggest misconception about Capricorn signs is they don't really care to control people. I mean, if they have to, they will. Their main thing is controlling themselves. And if they have to control someone to be able to control themselves, well, so be it. But their main goal is not to control other people. You know, they don't really care about that. They want to be able to control themselves, okay? And so what they do is they put themselves in the situations so they can gain the status to be able to control themselves. Thus, that, thus the whole building 
aspect or thing that I was mentioning before with earth signs, okay? They're like, they, that's how they, they build, that's their motivation to, to, for, for status, to get to where they want to be. And it's not even the necessary status of like being out in Front Street, <laughs> you know what I mean? Being known for something, like having like cameras in their face, like they don't really care for that. They just want to, their main goal is control of themselves. And so they build to to get to that status. You know what I'm saying? They take the responsibilities and they work on that. Um, Capricorn energy represents career because with career, that's what you're mostly known for. You're known for what you do in this world. How you utilize your talents. Right? So that's why it kind of stands for your career versus Virgo, which stands more for your work environment. You know what I'm saying? It's all about the status. The status is important. All right. So that's earth element. Next, let's get to uh, what's next? Air. Okay. Um, So with the air signs... Their main thing is communicating, okay? That's that's what that what stands for the air signs. Now, the first air sign is Gemini. They represent the third house. Gemini represents um, community. It represents communication. And it also represents thinking process, okay? Um... It's kind of is straightforward because <laughs> what I mentioned with air signs, air signs literally represent communicating. Um, the thing is, the, the difference between Gemini is Gemini is big on communicating with others, like with their with their community. Um, they're a little their opposite sign is Sag. Like I mentioned them before, where Sag likes to learn information from foreign lands and kind of go with ideas that are like far out Gemini rather stay in their community and get to know that well because they feel like they can learn about themselves more by being where they're of they're of their community so they're going to learn more about their community first before they go beyond that do you know what I'm saying so um Gemini represents community and communication Communicating with your community represents short distance travel. As Sag represents long distance travel, you know, because it's the opposite sign. Um, And yeah, it's all about um, intellectual thinking or not, excuse me, not intellectual thinking, but um, thinking processing too. So how you process your thoughts and how you end up communicating through those thought processes. Okay, so yeah, that's what the Gemini energy represents kind of very bare bones um, learning and in thought processing. And it's not in bare bones, it's not like you know, lowering the importance of it because bare bones is extremely important. Like, you need to know your community yourself before you can expand. I feel like that's very important. You get what I'm saying? So Um, Gemini energy is very important energy. Um, 
if you know me you know I have a lot of love for Gemini's they're my they're my babies (laughs) I like them a lot so yeah um that's how I describe Gemini energy um now next is Libra now Libra is well actually before I do that let me talk about Gemini one one maybe let me make one more point with Gemini they will communicate with others <laughs> they're known for being like a little gossipy <laughs> but they're just showing you face uh it takes a lot to understand the deep thoughts and the deep emotions of a Gemini you know what I mean so it kind of reminds me again like how I mentioned how Gemini has this whole community thing going um with Gemini it kind of reminds me of how you know your neighbor you don't know kind of like the, your neighbor deeply you don't know their deep secrets but you know their general personality you know their face you know what I mean how your neighborhood sees you they, they only know the face of you you know what I mean which you which you allow people to see and that's how Gemini energy is they they show you what you what they feel like showing you if you really want to get to know them, you have to kind of show, you have to show yourself, show that you're worthy of getting to know them. You know what I mean? So I just wanted to add that part there. Okay, next is Libra. Now, Libra uh, represents relationships and just relating to others on a one-on-one basis. So it doesn't have to be romantic relationships. It could be a, a partner relationship, like a business partner relationship. It could be even your adversaries. Just any way you can relate relate to one um to a person one-on-one and again that has a connection with communicating with others um the difference is gemini kind of just generally communicates with their community um the people in their just living circle while libra is more of a one-on-one basis one-on-one communication um they represent the seventh house and represent um venus um but they represent more of the love of venus the desires of Venus when it comes to love instead of the material um, relationships adversaries they remember that, that part of Venus okay um, and so again the connection is communicating or relating to others or getting to know others um, Gemini is getting to like communicate and relate with your community Libra represents communicating with someone on a one-on-one basis. Libra is a little a step further than Gemini when it comes to showing who you are deep inside. It's still face when it comes to Libra, but it gets a little bit deeper because it's more about compatibility. You know what I mean? Like with Gemini, like their kind of communication is kind of like, hey, how you doing? short little short sweet talking and get going libra is how you are with your friend um kind of with your good friend the compatibility you know you might tell your good friend you know not best friend but your good friend some things um, but you may not tell them others it's kind of like that you know what i mean like just someone that you generally are compatible with is that type of relating versus just the hi how you doing give you short talk um, tell you about how my family's doing generally, but no, won't get too deep. Goodbye. It's not like that at all. You know what I mean? It is, um, 
It's a little bit more relating one-on-one, getting a little bit more compatible, okay? Now, the next sign is Aquarius. Now, with Aquarius, um, Aquarius represents individuality, um, uniqueness. Um, It represents um, sporadic and random events, kind of. But it also represents how others perceive you you know what I mean it represents your friends and your network and how 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 your group how your group how your outer circle you know what I mean um how they not really outer circle it's kind of like your 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 network your general network how your general network perceive you and what you bring to the world you and your talents that's why it's opposite of leo Because Leo represents your talents, while Aquarius represents how people perceive you and your talents, perceive you and your self-expression. You know what I'm saying? You see the connection there? So, um, again, since Aquarius represents your uniqueness and it represents uh, mostly your network and your friends and friendships, and this is kind of like, you know, not close friendships but kind of like acquaintanceships and friends that you're like cool with but you know not like someone that is your friend but you can kind of count as your sister it kind of represents um people that you care about but that you're not in a deep bond with you know what I mean um kind of like um cousins aunts and uncles kind of like your non into um non-immediate family right Represents that type of energy, your net, your general network, your general circle of people that you just care about, but you may not be so, so deep with, you know what I mean? Um, and again, that still has to do with communication because you're relating to your circle, your network, your group of people that you're connected with, you know what I mean? It all has to deal with communicating with big masses of people. Um, you're the society in, at large. You know what I mean? The society at large that's connected to you. But it also actually does represent society because you are connected to your society regardless, especially in this type of world. The funny thing about that is me saying that the reason why we're so connected to our society is because of technology. Aquarius represents technology too. <laughs> so because technology technically is a network. So, uh, you know, Aquarius energy doesn't just represent friend networks. It represents actual networks, like actual, like the internet, technology, any type of network. It it represents that you connecting to others. That's what Aquarius energy represents. You connected to to your society. And again, that's communication. (laughs) You can't connect without communicating, right? All right. So that's the air energy, okay? Um, Next segment, I'm going to talk about... um, Actually, I won't do that. I won't break it. I'm going to talk about water now. (laughs) Sorry. For some reason, I felt like I was missing the element. I was going to cut half and half, but I just realized I did three. So I'm going to do the last one, which is water. I'm tripping, y'all. It's Mercury retrograde, shadow period. Don't judge me. I'm sun conjunct Mercury. I will say it once. I'll say it again. Okay? Shit. 
<laughs> all right so last but not least my babies um water signs okay so with water it represents your innermost emotions how you feel deep inside and this is like the them, them deep emotions you know what i mean this is not just play for play emotions this is like the stuff that's really inside okay first sign of water is cancer cancer represents privacy it represents family it represents home now when you think about those things you know like it represents how it represents like okay this is this is a tricky part it represents how you can open up to your immediate family you get what i'm saying things that you would allow your immediate family to know they may not be like a deep secret but it's stuff that your family would know whether it's your siblings your husband your parents your children but other people really wouldn't know like that you get what i'm saying um it represents your privacy things that are more quiet the people that the people don't know like that okay that's the type of energy it represents now things that are private has an, have emotional connection to them that's why they're private if they didn't have that much of an emotional connection to them you know you wouldn't you would just let it out you would put it out there for the world to see you know the opposite sign of cancer is capricorn capricorn is status that's what people know you for so it's out there cancer is privacy so people don't know this much that much about you you know what i mean only only your immediate family knows only the people that live in your home know so it may not even be your family if you live with roommates it's something that you, only the people in your home knows about you okay and they all have an emotional connection to it now next sign is scorpio Scorpio represents intimately bonding with others. So this is the secrets. This is taboo. Intimately connecting with someone can be a list of things. It could be um, bonding with someone emotionally, knowing someone's secrets, knowing the taboo things about them, sex, death, transformation, like the deep, deep shit that you know, but only a few other people know. The things that maybe not even your mother knows. You know what I mean? People that you have to really, really connect with and bond with and trust. Only they know that type of stuff, okay? Scorpio energy represents intimately connecting with others. And when you intimately connect with others, emotions are always involved, okay? You know, fifth house, it's funny. Fifth house um, represents dating, you know, and sex. But it's kind of like a playful sex. Um, And that's represents by like fifth house and Leo and the sun. That's what it represents. But Scorpio in the eighth house and Pluto represents that passionate sex. The sex that you, the more like making love than having sex, Okay. Someone connecting with someone personally like that. All right. 
All right. Um, so again, that all has mo- emotional connections to it. So that's how it's all that's connected to water. All right. Lastly, it's Pisces. Now, Pisces is so elusive. It's 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 amazing. So Pisces energy is the last sign of the zodiac too. This is the spirituality. This is the unknown. So you know how the eighth house, the the fourth house represents privacy, stuff that only your family knows or people who live with you know. And Scorpio represents things that only like a few selected people know that you fully trust. Pisces is the straight up unknown. No one knows. It's all speculation. Like how people don't really know what God is yet. They just go by emotions and what they feel and what they feel spirituality is and what how they're emotionally connected to that and to, and to spirituality. But you don't really know, no. You know what I mean? It represents like things that cannot be explained at all. It represents universe, the universal unconsciousness. You know what I mean? It represents that. The things that are just not known. It represents your self-undoing. What, what you do that you don't even realize that you do that's damaging you. And you really have to be like extremely introspective and do some like serious work to really understand why you do certain things, certain things that you do. You know what I mean? It's that deep, deep stuff that like you have to kind of like, that's why it's spirituality. Cause you have to like connect with God, connect with the universe to fully, just not even fully, but to get a grasp or to get just somewhat of an understanding of what's really going on here. You know what I mean? And the thing is with spirituality and connecting with the unknown is all based off an of emotion and it's all based off based off of intuition. Intuition's based off emotions. Like you have to feel to fully get what's going on, to fully kind of speak and intellectualize what's going on here you have to feel to get it to believe it you have to feel spirituality to get it like it's the holy ghost you have to feel the holy ghost to believe in god and believe that it's happening and believe that this is what god is making me do this he's connecting me through my emotions so i can't see him you know what i mean the 12th house is the unseen like i can't see it but i know it's real it's that faith that's what that's what it represents and that's all connected by emotion because remember it's water all right so those are all the 12 signs and how they're connected with the elements right i'm gonna do an overview of everything that i talked about just quick overview and that will be um the podcast but stick around i got some last words for y'all okay All right, y'all. For my last words, um, I just want to give a little overview. I mentioned before how if you know the 12 signs, you pretty much know basic astrology. Um, If you understand the true meaning of what they stand for, 
and what they do what the energy means and how it manifests onto people onto events then you really would understand astrology because it's all connected to the signs certain planets are connected to signs you know the houses are connected to the signs too so if you know the sign then you know the house and if you know the sign you know the meaning of the planet like you know what i mean they're all connected so you can connect everything and it just will all come and make sense now you know the elements so you know the temperament I think the next step will be kind of understanding modalities. It may not be my next podcast, but it will be definitely coming up soon. Because um, I think that will really help you guys have a fuller understanding of what it means. It's just that if I were to talk about the modalities, this would be like a podcast that are, that's hours long. And I never wanted to do something like that. I could do like an hour and a half, but like two hours or more, man. I feel like that would probably be good when I start stepping out a little bit more and maybe adding more people into my podcast. You know what I mean? Having a full chat fest with someone else. (laughs) But just me, myself talking for two hours, child, I don't think I can do that. (laughs) But um, that that is, I think I'll definitely save that for another podcast, okay? But it's very true, okay, that when you have the understanding of the 12 signs and you can understand the rest of astrology like that, you really can. So I'm just going to break it down to you. I'm going to go through each sign and each house and the planet that they're connected to just real quick so you guys can have some of what of the connection, okay? First house is connected to Aries, which is connected to Mars. Second house is connected to Taurus, which is connected to Venus. Third house is connected to Gemini, which is connected to Mercury. Fourth house is connected to the moon, and which is connected to Cancer. All connected, all three are connected together while I'm saying this, okay, guys? Just in case you don't understand what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Fifth house is connected to the sun and connected to Leo. Sixth house is connected to Virgo and connected to Mercury as well. Seventh house connected to Libra and connected to Venus as well. Eighth house connected to Pluto and connected to Scorpio. People add Mars in here too because Mars kind of rules Scorpio as well. Um, eighth house, con- oh, I already said eighth house, excuse me. Ninth house connected to Jupiter and connected to Sag. Tenth house connected to Capricorn and connected to Saturn. Aquarius connected to Uranus and connected to the eleventh house. Some people add Saturn to Aquarius. Um, and I get it, but no. <laughs> In my head. I get it, but no. That's how I feel. Um, but hey, if you want to do that, go ahead and do that. Same with Neptune. Neptune is that Sag is connected. I'm like, nah. That's how I feel. Just, nah. <laughs> but again, if you want to use it, go ahead, baby. Lastly, Pisces connected to 12th house. Connected to Neptune. Okay? So... With all that being said, like I said, if you know these 12 signs and you know the houses and you know the planets, it's all connected, boo. It's all connected. Um, Like I mentioned before, the elements represents temperament of the energy. Um, 
Fire represents passion and it represents um, desires, um, drive. Air represents communicating and relating to others um, in any type of fashion, you know. Um, and it represents logical thinking, intellectualizing. Um, earth represents practicality, building, getting things done. And fire, did I say fire already? Yep, sorry. Water represents your innermost emotions and intuition. Okay? And um, I mentioned the signs before. Fire signs are Aries, um, Sag, and Leo. Water signs are Pisces, Cancer, and Scorpio. Earth signs are Taurus, Virgo, and Capricorn. And air signs are Gemini, Libra, and Aquarius. All right. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. I hope it was helpful. I'll talk about modalities. I hope this actually, you got something from this and then you actually do some more research. Because I'm telling you, you understand them 12 signs, you're going to understand everything in astrology. Everything will just pick up easy, I promise you, okay? Really get an understanding of those 12 signs, baby, all right? And one thing that I advice I'll give to people who is into astrology or future astrologers, don't be so literal, okay? Don't be so literal. I'm just going to say it as that. <laughs> Don't be so literal. Be open-minded with astrology, okay? So, like, for instance, like, you know, your first house usually represents your appearance, but it may not be as black and white as you think. It, things are not so cookie-cutter, so... It, you know, the, the puzzle doesn't always fit. You have to find other ways. You have to be open-minded and see how it could work out and manifest in a different way, okay? All right. So I hope you guys found this helpful. Um, feel free to let me know if you're interested in learning more, learning about something else. You want me to talk about something else. Feel free to comment and let me know how you feel. And, Yeah. I love you guys, and it's been great talking to you. This is Astro Dim in her bed. It's my bed in astrology. Peace out.